0: This episode is brought to you by that feeling you get when something has so much nostalgic value that when you think of it, you can remember exactly where you were and who you were with when you originally experienced it. And you're about to revisit it again and you're worried it might tarnish all those childhood memories. To the not real movie talk, we are officially episode one of Screen Test. Welcome, Aaron.
1: Man, that's a uh, that's gonna be really hard to get used to. Yeah. of not saying real movie talk. Yep. Because uh, that's been a, that's been a long time. It's been a long time that we've we've said that. You've at least you have said that same intro. Uh, it's almost stuck in my
0: head. That's gonna be a pain. We're gonna call this thing real movie talk by <laughs> accident so many times. No matter who it is, I will edit it and post. And if it's you, I will dub over you with me yeah. saying Screen Test. Um, But yeah, we are officially now the Screen Test Podcast. So we're not just looking at movies, anything to do with the screen. My goodness, we're gonna dive, we're gonna have a whole 40 episode series on Tubi. We're just gonna have to go dig it out of the grave. I can't wait to go find the Tubi app. (laughs) Uh, What was
1: that? I already forget. Quibi, do you remember Quibi? Quibi? Yeah, that's what I was even talking about. Tubi's still a thing, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, Tubi still exists. Quibi is is like a, yeah, Quibi has long since been dead. Uh, But I would kind of love to go back (laughs) and it see a catalog of shows that were on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there were a couple just random, like maybe worth watching things on there. Maybe. But just how long did Quibi last? Uh,
0: Six it, months? An hour? If
1: <laughs> it was not long. It, feel, it feels like that. Feels it puts
0: like that. so much money into such a short amount of time too.
1: It's crazy that you would give up that quick. Yeah. Like, you know, like you always hear about these streaming companies and they're always like losing a ton of money. But I guess the whole thing is it's the long game. You have to build that and have to slowly grow.
0: Quibi was like, are we rich yet? Nope, all right, we're out. <laughs> I like that mentality. That's very, uh, very of our generation. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of, of our generation, do you know what has single handedly defined time? And when I ask that question, it is rhetorical, because we've pre discussed this episode. And if you've clicked on this episode, you've seen the title of what we're talking about today. So yes, the answer is yes, you do know. Uh, <laughs> if you were a listener, what a great question. Jess. If you are a listener to real movie talk, you know that we specifically divided time into two Things So there. I guess there's three way you can define time. There's AD and BC. There's, what is it, BCE and whatever is with that one. CE, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard BCE. Before Common Era and Common Era. I have never heard that before. And then there is BS and AD, which is what I'm going to officially call it now. We've had a few different ones, which are before Shrek, after Donkey. <laughs> everything took place, <laughs> everything that took place before Shrek came out is a completely different world than what took place since 20, or was it 2001, I guess? Yeah, yeah. April of 2001. Yeah, and
1: for for any of you that are kind of new to this concept, it's, it's probably worth kind of explaining how this even came to be. Chaz is very good at games and he sets up games and how my mind works is I reference things by like a big event that happened in my life and trying to remember, did that happen before that event or after this event? And that's kind of how I start my frame of reference. Well, whatever game Chaz was doing, my apparent moment of, of clarity was the, the movie Shrek and knowing did this happen before Shrek existed or did this happen after Shrek existed, which has now led us to this, yeah. to this
0: event. So anybody that's it's a common thing. Yeah. So
1: to anybody that's completely new to this, we, we like to uh, refer to time as I guess now, uh, before Shrek and after donkey. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yes. So I, I couldn't think of a more fitting way to open a new podcast than to close the chapter on Real Movie Talk, our old podcast, as making it BS, everything before Shrek. This is going to be a Shrek-heavy episode, and everything we do after today is going to be AD, after dawn. I love it. (laughs) So, uh, you watched Shrek in the last week, yes? I did. Okay, I watched it two two days ago. Okay, Um, I watched it yesterday, and I've gone through and taken notes. You know, I have two kids. We don't do a lot of TV in my house. My TV is kind of my own time in the bedroom after the kids go to bed, I will watch something. And it's weird because your wife will come in the room and, okay, you're watching Justified for three days in a row. And then one day she walks in and you're a grown 31-year-old man alone in your room watching Shrek. So. I, I, I love that that was your experience as well. Um, <laughs> I, I, I work here
1: on an extra large widescreen monitor. So what I did is I had Shrek on one side and then work on my laptop and on the other side of that monitor. And my wife was coming out to my office out here in the backyard. And I don't know why my immediate instinct was... I better pause Shrek or I'm going to have questions to answer. <laughs> so I did. I paused Shrek and, and moved. And I was like, why would I do that? Yeah. Because I was so like, I know I'm going to get judgment here. Which out. as like, why is it all the things you could be watching? You're watching Shrek right now. So I love that you had a very similar <laughs> run in with that.
0: Yeah. They just don't get it. They, they just don't, don't get it. They don't understand. That's the problem. Oh, man. No. So many sideways looks when you're watching Shrek. And honestly, I'm tired of hiding my Shrek addiction. I, I, I am it. too. Uh, so I went through and I've kind of broken up the movie into sections. So... I will navigate us through the movie Shrek of giving us a synopsis of one section, and then we'll just kind of talk about it. And I got a couple things on the end, but let's go ahead and. Spoiler alert, by the way, we we really do need to remind everybody if you would
1: like to fully enjoy this episode, head on to Peacock. Put right. on Shrek. Uh, Shrek 2 is also on there. If you are feeling a little wild and need to watch the second one, you can do that. Um, but to really fully grasp
0: this episode, you're going to want to watch Shrek. Yes, please have seen the 21-year-old movie at this point. The yep. uh, Shrek can legally drink. So if you've not seen it, I don't feel bad for spoilers. Click off this. Again, Peacock, number one streaming platform there is out there. Real Movie Talk, award-winning mm-hmm. streaming platform. Um, yep. Give Shrek a watch. When I watched it, it showed me two, maybe three ads at the beginning. No ads through the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also like a wonderful thing about Peacock. Their, mm-hmm. uh,
1: their ads are pretty
0: sparse. Yeah. Um, may tank them, but that's besides the point. That might be a problem. <laughs> yes, it might. All right. Let's jump into it. We get our introduction to Shrek and see that fairy tale creatures are being collected. Um, a talking donkey escapes and forces himself into Shrek's life of solitude. Shortly after, the fairy tale creatures say that they were forced into Shrek's swamp. So Shrek and Donkey go to visit Lord Farquaad to discuss the situation. Uh, so just a brief intro all the way up to, okay, we're leaving the swamp. We're going on a journey. Ch- Chaz, I,
1: I watched this. So you watched this yesterday. I watched mm-hmm. this two days ago. Uh, and this occurred to me because I don't know if this is outright answered unless I missed this. I don't know if this is outright answered. Why does Lord Farquaad kick all the characters out? Like, there's no reason for that.
0: Okay. So um, first, this intro, amazing. I love the intro of setup. up. Yes. The, fairy tale and again if you, we haven't seen this a thousand times but you're setting something up of this fairy tale story rips the page out wipes his butt with it we're done with that story we're telling a new story um yeah the, why is he collecting fairy tale creatures to begin with was it just to get the magic mirror yeah it, it does not outright explain that because you know, obviously, the
1: the fairy tale characters all end up in Shrek's swamp. Yes. And then your introduction to Lord Farquaad is him interrogating the Gingerbread Man. Yeah. But he specifically wants, what does
0: he want from the Gingerbread Man, actually? So what I took it as, so you got these swamp dwellers saying that Lord Farquaad forced them to be there. But then when Shrek, and we're jumping ahead a little bit, uh, but when Shrek goes and talks to Lord Farquaad, he has already questioned the Gingerbread Man about where the other yeah. fairy tale creatures are, and he's like oh they're in your swamp so i think they escaped what i took away from it was they escaped lord farquad and he doesn't know where they are so now not only is he getting someone to go on this journey but he also just figured out where all his uh captives have snuck off to um all right so i've got got another question why why are we collecting fairy tale creatures which i have a theory we'll get to my theory in a minute so also
1: so all the fairy tale creatures are in shrek swamp Mm -hmm. shrek shrek gets out there and maybe i'm just Maybe I, I I just misread this situation. But he gets up there and he's like, does anybody know where
0: Farquad is? Mm-hmm. Why does nobody say where he is? I think because in my, what again, I didn't analyze this as much. But just watching it and taking away what I took away from it is they're escapees. They don't want to go back. But Donkey escaped before the rest of them. He doesn't know that they're on the run. So he's all like, let's do this. And then I assume they're like, oh, this is an ogre. He's going to kill Lord Farquad." So, yay. Because,
1: all right, all right. Here's, here's kind of, there's a lot of things going on here. I don't think, I don't think you're right there because in the scene when you're introduced to Donkey, Mm -hmm. he is literally being given away and right next to them are the three bears in cages. Correct. So he knows people are being rounded up.
0: Yeah, correct. But he escapes before the rest of, I assume that they got put on some horse and carriage somewhere. They're being hauled away. They all escape at once, but Donkey has already escaped and forced himself into Shrek's life okay so he doesn't know about the okay. greater escape plan i my question going off here is you've got all these people who are trying to catch shrek i assume because he's a fairytale creature they're going to get some shillings for him um he talks about how you know there's all these myths about how he eats people does he actually eat people he's got way too many eyeballs of differing sizes for them just yeah. to be of woodland creatures and slugs he's got eyeball soup He's got a jar full of eyeballs. When he goes back towards the end of the movie to his home, he's got a bowl of eyeballs. Where's his eyeball collection coming from? If he doesn't. eat Yeah. It? I, you know, by the end of this film, not to like skip ahead, but really to
1: just capture the whole image of this. He eats zero people. Yeah. There are zero humans eaten by the end of this film. Which, on screen. On screen. <laughs> and it's not even implied though. No. It's not implied, uh, that he has actually eaten a person. Uh,
0: in fact, most of his meals are, are pretty tame, mm-hmm. I would say. He might, well, I was going to say he might be vegan, but no, he's eating some slugs and stuff.
1: Yeah, he's eating some slugs. Um, but, you know, that's, these are important questions. These are important questions. Does he actually eat humans? Uh, he does have, that is, a massive collection of eyeballs. So many. You, you would think, like, the normal ogre would have, like, four or five. He's got, like, 20 to 30
0: Yeah, right. And no There's fridge, lots of them. So he's not keeping them fresh, no. so he had to pluck them fresh. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. this, maybe he is eating human beings at the beginning of this. He could be. He could be. Um, another question I had for you. You've seen Sing 1 and 2, correct? I unfortunately have, yes. <laughs> Do you think the pig's accent from this informed Nick Kroll's pig in Sing? Because they have the exact same off-branch Swedish accent. I did not <laughs> I did not connect those dots. Just because the pig is so very shortly... He's got one line.
1: <laughs> he's very, very shortly shown in this film. Um, but yeah, that connection is... Like hard to ignore. And in fact, if DreamWorks wanted to sue Illumination Studios, I do believe
0: that they would have a case. Yes. (laughs) Not only is it the same accent, it's also coming from the same animal. So do with that what you will, DreamWorks. Very questionable. All right. So what um, what you've already kind of gotten to here, we meet Lord Farquaad and see that the creatures have escaped and are hiding in Shrek Swamp. Shrek and Donkey make it to Duloc, and the bravest men of all Duloc are having a competition to see who will save Princess Fiona. Another thing in this, it goes through, so Lord Farquaad is the one gathering up fairy tale creatures. One of the three princesses that the magic mirror, um, he gives him three princesses that he can marry to become a king. One of those is Snow White. He had already captured Snow White and the dwarves escaped yep. with Snow White because Snow White is in Shrek's swamp. So that could have saved us a whole lot of time here if he would have just kept a hold of those Well,
1: well it brings us back to that kind of original issue, which was what was even happening with these characters to begin with. Mm-hmm. But you're 100% right. I almost feel like when they were coming up with princess ideas, that these were the only ones they could think of. Yeah. was obviously one that they made up and then Cinderella and then the one they've already shown in this movie. But yes, that is a massive plot hole because he mm-hmm. literally did have access to that princess. Although you could make an argument that he was not aware of what he had. Of that. Yeah. Because at the time, the mirror was saying you're not a king yet. Mm-hmm. You have to marry a princess to become a king these are your options. So you, there's a little bit of, a, 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 of some wiggle room there where it was like, well, he just didn't know at the time. So
0: that's why. So, um, but yes, I, that did stick out to me as well. That's true. Uh, let's talk about his design for a second. So John Lithgow broke his rule of never playing short characters. I don't know why that's a rule you have in your mind as an actor, but uh, because he liked this script so much. The design though, I would say Lord Farquaad is about one fourth chin because he's so short and he has such a big chin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just dropped
1: a lot of pieces of information (laughs) that I was not super aware of. Um, Two of them are really important to me. Uh, Did he actually have that as a contract? That is, uh, what do you mean as a contract? Like Like, as a stipulation? Like that's like a thing, yeah, Yeah.
0: that's like a stipulation. I don't play short characters? Yes, as far as, I don't know if he's just joking, but as far as interviews with John Lithgow go, where he does not seem like he's joking, he said he would not play short characters. Weird. Maybe he thinks short humor is the lowest of the humor. I don't know. But he's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. So it
1: doesn't even make. That doesn't even make. It doesn't make sense. It's got to be a joke. It's mm-hmm. got to be. It's Got to be. But uh, the, the other very interesting thing that you said. I'm sorry. He was impressed by Shrek's script. Script. Is that true? Maybe that's also part of the joke. Are you making this up? <laughs> no. I did. So not somebody handed him.
0: Somebody handed him the Shrek script, and he looked at that and said,
1: "Wow, get me on that film."
0: Yeah. One more curse word and seven more fart jokes, and this is cinema gold. Wow. All right.
1: Uh, that is pretty. Pretty impressive, but you are right. Design wise, uh, he's got a great jawline.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. It's all he's got going for him, but it's there. Easily his best feature. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so we talk about Farquaad rounding up fairy tale creatures. I have no reason to think this. No um, things that I've seen have even hinted this way, uh, far less confirmed it, but I have a theory. You ready for my theory? I love theories. You know I do. I believe Lord, Lord Farquaad is gathering up fairy tale creatures because this is nothing more than a dig at Disney. And I think Lord Farquaad is Disney in this movie. He's a guy that's going around scooping up fairy tales to uh, get financial gain from them, is what I'm assuming. And entering Duloc looks eerily similar to entering Disneyland with the parking lot, with the little things that you gotta go through to get through the lines, with the dude in a character outfit, with the little singing people that look like it's a small world. To me, it looks like it's it's a small scale Disney operation happening here.
1: I, I, from my perspective, I think you're like 80% there where uh, obviously Duloc is the most obvious wink, wink, nudge, nudge to mm-hmm. Disney. Like obviously, obviously the, it's a small world. And then the Duloc thing, it, that's of course, but I don't know what that has to do with him rounding up fairy
0: tales. Like I don't that's understand. How Disney made his money it was just like Snow White, the seven dwarves, um, Cinderella, Peter Pan, uh, Little Mermaid, all of those are fairy tales that were copyright-free that he just kind of took and made his fortune off of. That's where I'm pulling. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I, I still don't know if that makes sense why they're just tossed into a swamp. But
0: no, no. I,
1: the connecting pieces are there, are, are there. It was obviously a movie that was
0: kind of taking some shots at Disney. Mm-hmm. There's more than one instance in that film oh, yeah.
1: where they seem to be taking a shot at Disney.
0: Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know if they intentionally did it, but I think they maybe accidentally took another shot at another company here. Did you notice that the blue... And the Lord Farquaad logo look exactly like the Facebook logo. <laughs> okay,
1: I noticed that as well, but Facebook doesn't exist exactly in two thousand one. So, so I don't think they're taking a dig at, at Facebook. But uh, yes, that immediately sticks out to me too. Is <laughs> the F had a
0: very similar look? Yes, and the, it's the exact same color blue. Yeah, Facebook's two thousand four. So yeah, not even close. But man, that was how that was uh, two thousand four a eighty right yeah ad um i love it so much it's just little lord facebook walking around his his castle yeah. uh and that was the through line for me that wasn't even intended that was the funniest joke it just kept on giving with that little f on the blue logo everywhere <laughs> um, but then shrek and donkey uh shrek wins the battle shrek and donkey begin their journey to save the princess we find out that onions have layers and the two find the castle fight the dragon rescue the princess a lot happens in here um But I will say, this is when I realized, not watching this as a kid, watching this as an adult, this movie is quick. There is no lagging in this first part. No. I remembered it being, because this was a totally different time. Mm -hmm. Obviously,
1: we've created a whole timeline off of this. (laughs) But this was a different time where hour and a half movies were pretty normal. Yeah. Hour and a half to two hours was pretty standard. We don't live in that world anymore. And what's crazy is even for animated films, like animated films hitting up towards two hours is a lot more common. This was a, this was a very brisk mm-hmm. hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Very brisk. And in some ways, I wonder if part of this is just kind of a, um, just due to a technology limitation yeah. is what I, I I kind of wonder. Because back in those days, stop motion films took an absurd amount of time because mm-hmm. of how much time. And I, I think animated films were kind of that same process. These 3D animated ones the technology was relatively cutting edge and I think it was a whole lot more involved and it took a long time to make them. So I, I just think an hour and a half was like all you could probably afford yeah. to actually put together. Like going to two hours was was going to be unsafe. And if, if I remember correctly, there were a lot of people that didn't think Shrek was going to be financially successful. Yeah. So that also might play into the runtime being just an mm-hmm. hour and a half, but you are, you are not kidding. This movie does not waste time moving to the next scene.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um I don't like movies that drag for drag's sake, but... Yeah, this, uh, And we'll get to Shrek facts here in a bit, but this movie had three iterations. The first was live action with CGI a la Roger Rabbit. So all of the human characters would be real people, and then Donkey Shrek would be CGI. Glad they didn't go that route. Um, And then the second iteration was 2D, just drawn, and then they went full 3D with uh, CGI. So I I like where they landed. Uh, We'll talk a lot about what this movie could have been, and I'm glad it's not. But one of my biggest takeaways off of this was that donkey goes from hitting on a dragon, to realizing the dragon's a girl, to escaping the dragon, to making babies with the dragon, pretty yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. an abusive relationship. It's very one-sided. Oh, it absolutely is.
1: Oh, absolutely is. Yeah. He is he is having babies with that dragon out of fear. Yeah, like that is what that is. I I'm
0: flipping it. I'm saying it's abusive the other way around. Wow, really? He, yeah, he just oh. she is so in love with him. He uses her as you are transportation. Right. As uh, security, he, don't want he didn't even know the dragon was a girl when he started hitting on it. You just hit on it to yeah. not die, donkey man. Yeah, come on, this is this
1: is an emotionally abusive relationship. Yes, whatever. it is.
0: So you are right. You are right. That poor dragon it deserves better. <laughs> L- judging by the look, it looks like it's from the family of um, Game of Thrones dragons. And by oh, look, def- I mean yeah. its yeah, scales are so red. red. <laughs> so <laughs> the, to fall that far from your family heritage, you know, to be married to an abusive donkey. Do, do you think uh, Game of Thrones is referencing the dragon from Shrek? I don't know, but I need you when we're done with this to look up the comparisons of what is, is it House of Dragon is the new yeah. HBO show? The comparisons to that and Shrek and some of the scenes of House <laughs> of the Dragon are shot for shot remakes of Shrek. And that is, is amazing. Insane.
1: All right. I am 100% checking that out. Uh, people are just calling it live action Shrek and I love it. I love that. <laughs> Uh, if okay. Shrek just suddenly showed up in House <laughs> of Dragon, imagine. Oh, I would
0: love it so much. Um, then the journey home begins with Fiona getting her fairy tale ending dreams shattered when Shrek shows that he is an ogre. Shrek goes from saving Fiona to basically kidnapping her, to take her to Farquad. Fiona is really interested in camping, and we'll find out why later. Shrek and Donkey have a fireside heart to heart, and Fiona seems a little bit different from the shadows. I didn't pull much from this this part. This is where it starts taking the turn. No. Well,
1: this was such a, this is when you realize, actually, for as many twists as this show tries to take, it's a very generic story Yes, it is. And this is where it starts a, getting super generic. This this area especially is, you've seen this play out a million times now. I will give movies a lot of credit nowadays that this, this trend, we grew up on this trend, mm-hmm. on this exact cycle of you know, them fighting, them kind of liking each other, boom, here somebody screws up, somebody messes up, and it's usually a misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and then it eventually results in the happy ending. Like, that that thread was was ingrained in us. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, this, this
0: especially starts, for it being an hour and a half, this section starts to drag because of it. Yes, for sure. And we'll get into my least favorite part of the movie, which is a super trope here in a minute, but before we get there, Lord Farquaad is prepping for his wedding day. The little Lord gets a little too excited when the magic mirror shows him the same picture of Fiona over and over and over again. The real Fiona wakes up, murders a bird, eats its children. Now, with new understandings, the group continues the journey when they encounter robbers, butt arrows, romance, and I'm pretty sure Donkey snaps his own neck. Fiona is once again scared of the sunset. Um, What a sleazy person Robin Hood is.
1: Yeah, Robin Hood, which, all right, so this is obviously a reference to Men in Tights. Yes. Which is a very strange reference, even for two thousand one standards. <laughs> yes. um, so I think that's uh that one's a little interesting. Oh. I the, the one scene I hate the most in this is the Matrix reference. Mm, yeah, it's I, it's kind of off-putting. everybody was it. Here's the problem with that Matrix reference: is it was something everybody was doing. Yeah, was the bullet time sequence. But is it not like such a signal of
0: oh yeah when the your movie time. was made? Yes. <laughs>
1: You know, and or truthfully, I don't think there's anything else in this movie that is that connected to yeah.
0: pop culture. Yeah, that on the note. Okay,
1: outside of Smash Mouth, music playing. <laughs> no, they made Smash also, Mouth.
0: Smash Mouth came from Shrek. That's not that's referencing not anything.
1: That did not, they were not popular because of Shrek. I think, oh, I think All Star was pop. I think All Star was actually popular before the movie came out.
0: Nobody cared about that bowling league before Shrek happened.
1: I, I don't know if I'm absolutely certain on that thing, but... but they the matrix reference is such a sign at the time because yeah. they don't do that in movies anymore they no. don't because now that reference is, is super super dated yeah but i'm not gonna that that's not my most important question right here in this section my most important question did she intentionally murder that bird or was it an accident
0: <laughs> you know i don't know because it, at first it seems like an accident right she's just trying to sing with the of birds course. but then you see the motive was she just trying to kill that bird to get some eggs
1: yeah, it was like uh, my first motive is if I sang so high, a bird exploded isn't. Well, let me see if it's got eggs. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm doing that if I want to murder it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to sing really high. The bird will sing with me and also explode. And then yeah. I'll eat its babies. Um, it made me wonder if this was done intentionally or not. I, I think Fiona's motives here might actually be. She might be the bigger monster, actually, in this movie.
0: Well, I don't know. Just since, something to consider. Since we're on the topic of murder, um, you know, I'm I'm a watch the, the corners of the screen type of guy. You probably caught this because it was dead center in the screen. But it takes you back to the intro, when they're all in the swamp. People are kind of displaced; they don't know what to do. And you see Papa and Baby Bear sitting on a log, just boohoo crying. Mm. And then you cut to the scene of Lord Farquaad in his room at night, and on his floor is a bearskin rug made out of Mama Bear. Yeah, oh, what a dark reference. He killed yeah. that kid's mom. Uh,
1: yeah, that's a it's a it's, it is pretty messed up, and it's something that you would kind of. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily looking at a bare skin rug and and think anything about it. But yeah, I have seen this reference before. This is a 21-year-old movie. So you surprisingly will see things pop up about it every once in a while. But yes, that was something that I've seen uh, before.
0: Yeah. Um, I will also say, since we're on the topic of death, I don't know how many people are thinking about this, but that frog and that snake that they make balloons out of, no matter what happens, both of those animals are going to die horrible deaths. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They were both blown up into balloons and just let go while still alive. Which is also not how
1: air works, right? But, uh, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, they
0: absolutely those those guys. Yeah, they did not have a good ending. No, yeah. they're either going to fall to their death or they're going to explode in the air. So shame on you for animal cruelty. Uh, Donkey finds out Fiona's dark secret as Shrek mopes around, because you know, as one does. We get a classic misunderstanding because people don't know how to communicate. Fiona decides to tell Shrek, but then there is an additional misunderstanding, you know, for plot reasons, and Fiona and Farquaad meet. Everyone ends up feeling very alone. So we're taking the turn to the end of the movie here. For me, this is, and we've already kind of touched on it, this is my least favorite part of the movie because it falls into yeah. that trope so heavily. What could have happened if Shrek finds out Fiona's secret, that she turns spoiler alert, she turns into an ogre? Um, Man, and then Lord Farquaad comes and takes them away. So they are in love. They know they're in love, but then they're separated. You don't have that. Well, she said this and he said this, so we're going to be mad at each other without talking about it. I think that could have been a better movie, if I'm being honest. You, you, you absolutely, this is the point in the movie where I think you can make adjustments
1: to the plot and it be something a little bit fresher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what happens today. Like, I, I think nowadays people are more likely to, to kind of include that type of twist. I, I just think in 2001. Uh, this is just how these things rolled It also made me wonder this um, and I think we've, we've maybe discussed this before But how many animated films Existed at this point that were Enough of an adult film mm-hmm. Like like there's enough Adult references here that you wouldn't say That this was Toy Story mm-hmm. this, was, this was something completely different yeah. uh, There couldn't have been a lot of these types of movies Around at that time
0: No, Shrek pretty much defined that type of tone As far as animated movies go which is crazy, but yeah. this is this is why it's so impactful in my brain. Yeah. Um during this time <laughs> Shrek uses or Donkey uses Shrek's pain to help Fiona feel better. You're only an ogre at night. This guy's ugly 24/7. It's <laughs> his reasoning for you not to feel bad. Um I don't understand what the benefit of hiding her curse from Shrek is. I mean, what does she have to gain or lose from just sharing that now that she knows? I mean, Yeah, I didn't I didn't <laughs> even think about that. I, that's actually a very good point. Like she's talking to an ogre. To an ogre.
1: So, if she was like, hey, I turn into an ogre at night, what, literally, what would that, have, what right. would be the negative? Out of all people she could have told, he's right there. And, I, all right, so I'm going to guess, though, would she fear that he would tell Lord Farquaad, ruining mm-hmm. her chances of being fixed?
0: Maybe, but at that point, I don't even think she wants to be with Farquaad anymore. She loves yeah.
1: her some Shrek. And I think she's well aware that he doesn't like Farquaad. Right. So, <laughs> why would he be doing anything to benefit Farquaad? Yeah, that, um, that yeah. is a pothole. Absolutely. Just... The way it had to go.
0: Little Lord Facebook is cracking me up here when he's getting people taking him off the horse and he's got the Facebook logo right on That is great. It's fantastic. Um, Who chose to put the song, the um, whatever Cohen song, Hallelujah, in this movie? Oh my gosh. I felt that was a little tone deaf.
1: (laughs) That's also another thing that I kind of have a little bit of gripe with in movies is that's actually used a fairly decent amount in films. Yeah. I, I would venture a guess, and I'm just guessing here, if I were to see how many times it was used in just all movies, I'm gonna guess that that falls into the double digits Oh that yeah song for sure is used um, just a weird yeah it's like it, it is odd when you're like, we should pick a solemn song here a solemn, oh, fine a solemn song makes mm-hmm. sense there. That just shouldn't be it like, no. that's not the that should not be the winner yep. it, they were trying to sell soundtracks though probably yeah that's what they were trying to do is they were trying to this was all pre I mean this is this is prime Napster days yeah but people were still buying CDs at this time this was them trying to sell a Shrek soundtrack
0: for sure. Yep, Uh and it's Leonard Cohen did the original. I think that's his name. This is not him. This is a cover, but and yeah. that was a song that was considered a failure when it first came out. But if you listen to the lyrics of that song, never should it be put in a children's movie. <laughs> Anything no. that children no. will be watching. Um, also, how'd that dragon get free? I still don't understand that. It's just sitting <laughs> Me, by a lake, yeah, just tied up at the castle, couldn't get away, and now she's just chilling by a lake with donkey. Um, that's yeah, that's its own thing. But that brings us to the end. Shrek and Donkey have it out about the wrongs they've done to each other within their week-long friendship. They forgive each other and decide to break up the wedding from the help of a dragon. Fiona allows herself to ogrefy. Lord Farquaad declares himself king, captures Shrek and Fiona, and then becomes a snack for the dragon. Does she have a name, by the way? I know we're only talking about one, but outside of Shrek 1, does the dragon have a name? Mm, I don't think so. It's just dragon, right? Donkey and dragon. Yeah, I I, I think donkey and dragon. I don't think they, they either of them get names. Yeah. All right, Shrek and Fiona kiss, and Fiona terms uh, full-time ogre and Shrek sees how beautiful she really is. They get swamp married, and everyone lives happily ever. <laughs> they get swamp married. That's It's a, a very specific yeah. uh, ceremony. Yep. Yeah. With uh, all the fairy tale creatures. I know we'll go For on... For some reason. I know we'll go on to meet Fiona's family and later Shrek's, but, man, those people must have sucked. If you just have the first movie to go off of, her parents are the worst people. All right.
1: Sh- Shrek also, I think, starts a trope. That I, they have, this might be... again. I'm speculating here. They might create a trope that I will forever hate. Okay. Like even to this day in 2022, I still hate this in animated films. And that is end of the movie. Let's play some music. Yeah, let's and play an, an
0: entire song.
1: Let's play Four an entire minutes. song and just dance for some reason. <laughs> and I, I, what's weird is I don't think Disney does this. Mm-hmm. It f- seems all the other animated studios do this. I was watching Hotel Transylvania. I think all three of those films end in a dance sequence. Oh, dang. Um, all the Illumination Studio ones do the same thing. Why? And I, I swear this was the first one to do it. I couldn't. Soundtrack. Wrong.
0: Got to get that song on soundtrack.
1: It's just like oh happy ending. Everybody for some reason let's dance. Yeah. And let's play Smash Mouth for you. Uh, for some <laughs> reason. We, I don't. I don't
0: know. It's. I hate it, man. It drives me crazy. Oh man. Um, a quote that I pulled from Lord Farquaad from this section. It's rude enough to be alive when no one likes you. What a great quote to apply. To that is a good one. Uh, and then you know what happens to the. Uh, what happens to Duloc? What is the current hierarchy of Duloc? There was no one to take the throne. Shrek and Fiona don't take the throne. Okay. Uh, obviously, I'm trying. Now I'm really
1: pressing here because I'm trying to remember post Shrek one films. Oh, I'm leaving those out. They well, they live. They eventually live in a castle, but I think it's her parents. Right. So at the time where they were, they in the swamp. For some reason, in my head, I assumed they took over Duloc.
0: I based off the end of that movie, I assume they just live in the swamp now. And all these poor peasants in Dulak have no leader, which if we want to break it down, Farquad may have been a pretty rough dude, but all they do is compliment how nice Dulak is. It's clean, looks like a nice place to live. So now these people are out of leader, what's gonna to happen to their economic standing? Not only that, they're they're basically now left with no defense against right. the ravenous
1: human eating Shreks yeah. um, coming after them. So yeah, they've probably got they've probably got a bad
0: Situation going on right now. Yeah, talk about Game of Thronesy. It's gonna cool get real Game of Thronesy and do Doolah. Oh yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what. Uh, maybe that's what House of Dragon is. Is the Shrek world is happening outside around them, and it's just the fight for that throne. I love this. <laughs> I love the
1: idea that I love the idea that uh, that uh, R. R. Martin, whatever his name was, George R. R. Martin. George he is R. 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 Martin. he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, I. But I just love the idea that he wrote these. He watched Shrek. Yeah. And was so inspired by them, he decided to make like these books yeah. in the Shrek universe and just built around Shrek. And then in the final conclusion, the Lord of the Thrones is really going to be Shrek coming yeah. back to his kingdom, eating the humans. I, like uh, I love this idea.
0: Yeah. I would love if he wrote out like kind of like Tolkien did and he writes out the whole backstory and the beginning of it is the movie Shrek. That's the whole yeah. linear <laughs> just story. Takes the script, of of places it in there, <laughs> including the, uh, including the dancing at the yeah. end yep. uh, to Smash Mouth. Yeah. He puts the whole song in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, we're going to move to some Shrek facts here in a minute, but based off of everything we talked about, based off of your nostalgia and your rewatch, how many nice boulders out of 10 nice boulders are you giving Shrek?
1: I mean, this is a perfect 10. Oh, uh, man.
0: It, it deserves that because it sets the standard.
1: It sets <laughs> for the standards for, for Game of Thrones and really animated films moving sure. forward at that point. Like I said, I, as far as it goes for... Because th- this is standard practice now. This is standard mm-hmm. practice when you put out an animated film, maybe outside of Disney. There's a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of jokes to the adults in the room and uh shrek sets the tone there um you know it's great it's a great cast yep uh smash mouth is in it um the animation is okay most of the time and i like that about that it adds a Mm -hmm. little kind of class and charm to it you know it's not super super polished at all Mm -hmm. points uh yeah it's a
0: 10 all right well i gave it a nine out of 10, because man, where that story could have went if they didn't fall into the trope. Okay, fine.
1: But it's a sign of the times. It's a sign of the times. Like everybody was doing, and it had to, it had to walk so that minions could run. That's true. That's what had to happen. So uh, for that, it deserves a 10 just for that reason.
0: I will say that I read um, an article that said uh, if you talk to any animator that's working on a film, like a high budget film, they will point to one of two, if not both, of the movies for inspiration and those movies are going to be the original toy story or shrek mm.
1: yeah i all right if you're looking straight up animation wise i still think which is crazy when you consider the time difference i think toy story holds up mm-hmm. more than shrek there are moments where this animation i think gets a yeah. little wonky yeah. um and it really sticks out sometimes mm-hmm. where i can watch i can watch toy story and the most i can maybe critique it at least animation wise is certain surfaces can
0: look really flat. The humans look and like monsters in Toy Story. E- e-
1: yeah, but again, consider the time difference. That's right, 1995. That's the first 2001. one. It's the first CGI so, cartoon. If I were an animator today, I, I, I mean, I would look to Toy Story, but I would say, again, Toy Story had to walk so that Shrek could run, right. and Shrek had to walk so that Minions could run. That's right.
0: All right, Shrek facts. The Shrek films by themselves, no spinoffs, no games, no. Uh, they have a freaking Broadway musical now. None of that have brought in over $1.2 billion domestically. Worldwide, the Shrek franchise has grossed over $3.8 billion. It's ridiculous. Um, it's an insane amount <laughs> of money. How are we not still making Shrek movies today? Uh, how, they're, how working that on, happen? they're working on the fifth yeah, Shrek right now. They keep saying that. I think, you know what it is? It's Cameron Diaz. She's the holdout. She doesn't want to act anymore. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, she doesn't have to. She could literally sit on her couch. She could. Just read some voice lines into this microphone. You're good to go. Yep. The original film rights, so Shrek was originally a children's book um, in 1990, I believe. The original film rights were purchased by one Steven Spielberg in 1991. We almost had a 2D animation movie of Shrek directed by Spielberg, starring Bill Murray as Shrek and Steve Martin as Donkey. What a different world we could live in.
1: I have to visually wrap my mind around that because that's not a bad combo. That's not a bad combo. Well, the problem is, right, the problem is, is that Mike Myers basically, him doing that Scottish accent turns out to be just a genius play. It it makes the character really honestly stick in your head. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm trying to picture, you know, Bill murrays he could do that kind of lazy drawl kind of like what he did with Garfield. Mm -hmm. And I could almost in a world see where that works. I don't know if I love this as a 2D film. I don't, I think that really
0: ruins it. Yep. And, of course, it would be completely, totally different if it's a Spielberg. Oh, I don't think it would have been as funny. Yeah, not at all. At all. The original cast for the Shrek that we ended up getting was, as most of us know, Chris Farley as Shrek and Janine Garofalo as um, Fiona.
1: Yeah, so, which is a,
0: the Janine Garofalo one. Is, that's really strange. Yeah. But
1: again, a sign of the times. Right. Yeah. Janine Garofalo basically stops existing after this. That's
0: true. You just do not see her in anything at all. Yep, Chris Farley unfortunately passed away. Janine Garofalo, in an interview, said she doesn't know why she was let go. She was never told. She thinks it's because she sounds too much like a man, <laughs> but she went on to say, hey, it's no problem. This movie didn't make anything, anyways. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> funny, nice little jab there. Nick Cage was almost the voice of Shrek, but didn't want children to look at him like an ogre. Man, what a miss. Um, rumor has it that Shrek is actually based on a French professional wrestler named Maurice is how I'm gonna say it, T-I-L-L-E-T, but you know. Please tell me he's green. Is he's he just a giant green guy? He's not green, he's known as the French angel. Please Google this man and tell me. Like, I was like, okay, it's a rumor. Uh, DreamWorks has never said this is accurate, so it's probably not true. And then I Googled this individual. I was like, oh yeah, there's, there's I'm Shrek. looking him
1: up right now.
0: Maurice Tillet, T-I-L-L-E-T, but French
1: Holy Shrek. smokes, that is 100% <laughs> Trek. Like, this is not even a question. It, <laughs> he is
0: 100% model after this guy. Yeah.
1: Even the ears. Right. How?
0: I don't know. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Here's one for you. Shrek won the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. That doesn't even make sense. Before the year 2001, there was no award for Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. Oh, it just didn't exist. It didn't exist. They created it and gave it to Shrek. So did they create this award just to give to Shrek? I mean, I know Disney's our juggernaut, but they were like, this movie is so good. We've got to create a whole other category of Academy Awards
1: they honestly what they should do is rename that that award
0: yeah it should it's be not shrek best animated
1: award. film it's the, yeah it's just the shrek award
0: yeah uh Did you win that for, shrek for best animated film um, yeah and uh you know it is an honor and a privilege to win or not even win but to earn i guess is what i want to say uh, a hollywood star some of the greatest stars in hollywood have their own star on the walk of fame some of the greats and arguably some of the best actors don't even have a star they haven't uh hollywood ha- doesn't feel like they've earned it yet shrek has his own star I love that. Wow. (laughs) Who put his hands in there? Did Mike Myers do it? Mike Myers, yeah. Actually, I don't think he put his hands in, but he did give a speech. So there's no handprints or anything, but he does have his own star. Still pretty cool. Still pretty cool. Um, And I don't, I hope you were not thinking you were making it out of this episode without a little BS or AD action going on. Ooh, okay. All right. So for you, I have five items. I need you to tell me if they are BS or AD. You're first. All right. Dora the Explorer
1: all right so again when shrek came out i was a freshman in high school do i remember dora the explorer existing then um so nickelodeon i'm gonna say this is 80 i'm gonna say this was this
0: was after shrek so after donkey 80 okay this is the year 2000 it is bs wow dora the okay. Explorer outdates shrek how about the Oof. board game ticket to ride I, I mean, I would guess that
1: Ticket to Ride has been around for a long time. This is that's an especially tough one for me mm-hmm. because I am notoriously not a fan of board games.
0: Right.
1: I'm gonna guess though that you're tricking me, and I I'm, I would think that this is
0: this is. I'm, I would guess
1: that this is BS. I'm gonna guess this is AD though.
0: You're okay. tricking me. It's AD. Ticket to Ride, the game about just trains, no current type yep. of uh, transportation. Was created in 2004. This is after Donkey. Okay. Woo! Okay. So you're one for all two. Right. What about the classic, the astonishing, the Motorola Razor? Oh my
1: goodness. Um, I'm going to. All right. I can distinctly remember when the Motorola Razor came out. All right. So Shrek existed when I was there. These were super close. <laughs> this would be super close. I'm going to say. This is
0: BS, and I'm gonna guess
1: this is BS by like a few months.
0: Ticket to Ride and the Motorola Razor came out the same year. This is 2004 that is not true. AD. Uh, the commercials and the marketing for the Razor started in 2003. It was officially launched into stores in 2004. You there did not abs- You did not take your the- Razor into the theater to watch Shrek with you.
1: There had to have been another phone similar to that around that time. Mm. All right, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna
0: look this up upstream. <laughs> but but uh, but wow, that one really got me. All right, uh, next to last one, how about the classic Beyblade? You remember playing Beyblades? I
1: was, I think, too old for Beyblades. Were you too old for so Shrek? I was never. <laughs> That's timeless. It's for all ages. Uh, I was doing, I, like, I was messing with Pogs. Mm-hmm. I was messing with Pokemon cards. Both and of those Beyblades, are and, <clears throat> before Shrek. Yeah, but, so, I, you know, I'm, at the time, like, Shrek came out when I was a freshman in high school. hmm but do I remember Beyblades existing when I was in high school? Like obviously that would have been too old for me. I'm gonna say this is an A, this is an AD. This is after. I'm gonna guess if Beyblades happens a bit later.
0: Oh man, this is 1999. Wow. Beyblades are way BS. Ch- Chat, This is a tough. This is a tough round here for me. I mean, we've played this game four times on our or three times on our old podcast. This is the fourth, so I'm I'm in the trenches looking for stuff now, man. Um, because I'm I'm you traditionally I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, yeah, you got. But do. these are all pretty tough. I remember when I, I don't even know what I hit you with. What was the Xbox? And you did such an amazing Xbox Shrek breakdown. I was like, I got to go deeper with these. things. Because it
1: it was the original Xbox launched with the Shrek, the video game. I remember that because we owned it. So that's,
0: that was such a huge, you, you made the mistake of hitting something (laughs) that was like very close to home. All right. Your last one. Shrek. Shrek may have introduced us to Smash Smash Mouth or just reminded us of what was already out there. Uh, But what came first? Shrek or the song, How You Remind Me? my nickelback All right. This one's pretty easy.
1: Oh. Um because me in my late junior high mm-hmm. years going into high school, I was a fan of Nickelback,
0: mm-hmm. but this song um, specifically?
1: If I remember correctly, this was off of their 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 hit album what was it called?
0: Something about Silver?
1: yes it was like silver dollar or something like that or something like that um if that came off that album which i'm 90 percent sure it did then that did come out before shrek
0: so that is a bs oh man how you remind me my nickelback was released in july of 2001 which is AD. donkey had been around for about three months at this time that then is it off of a different album i will double check i don't know
1: yeah yeah see this is i don't know chaz i i this is uh that was a good one <laughs>
0: all but right i knew they were close uh silverside oh. up was released yes. in september so the single was released in july the actual album was released even later in the year september 11th, 2001 yikes is that not the
1: is that not the album then that i'm thinking of do they have an album before that They have two albums before that curb and the state The ah that's the one i got it confused <laughs> with the state came out in 1999 that was the one i had all right, that's where I messed up. I assumed those were the same albums. They were not the same albums. And now, oh, man, this is this is bringing such a huge pullback. Like, <laughs> Silver Side Up came around the same time that POD's Satellite mm. came out. Yep. Also a record that I owned. Man, I listened to the worst music. <laughs> um, and uh, Jimmy Eat World's Bleed American came out.
0: Yeah. All in that same month.
1: Okay. See, Chaz, I'm, I'm, I I'm, can get
0: there. I you can, can get, get there. there with the help of Google. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, from me and the person feverishly uh, mowing the lawn outside of my window, if you can hear him, that's all I've got. See ya. Can you hear that?